Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown, and in today's episode, we will be talking about Psalm 27.4. This is a verse about the most important thing for us to do each day. Join us as we find out together what that most important thing is. Let's get started. So Psalm 27 is a Psalm of David. And in the few verses before verse four that we're going to be talking about today, David is talking about his confidence in the Lord. God is David's light, salvation, strength. So he has no fear. He doesn't have a reason to fear. Then he goes into 27.4, which is what we're going to be talking about today, and which is really a beautiful verse. So I'm going to read that one. It's a great idea. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. What a beautiful verse. It is. I know. I love that verse. It was so cool. Diane came to me a couple of days ago. She said, Craig, I think we need to do this verse in our podcast. And I, I read it and I'm going, this is such an awesome verse. And so we just wanted to break it down a little bit. And uh, it's just a beautiful picture of us in our relationship to God and, and what he desires of us. And David was a man after God's own heart, the Bible says. And so there were these attributes of David that were just so in love with God in the beginning when he was, you know, fighting against Goliath, you know, he was he was the one out of all the army of Israel. He was the one that said, "Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defiles the armies of the living God?" David. So that was when he was really really young. It was. He had that confidence. He did. He just had this relationship that was with God that was so confident and so connected. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what true faith is. There was no doubt in David's mind. Well, when you look through it, a lot of the Psalms, they begin with, you know, oh, for you, oh Lord, I lift up my soul, oh God, I trust in you. I mean, there's it's just throughout the Psalm. It's he right. Star- yes. Psalms, he s- starts with, Lord, you are so magnificent. It's so true. And it's it's just such something to just really look at this, um, this characteristic of David just out the gate to say, wow, this guy loved God. And he recognized that God was the God of creation. God was the God of all things. In the, to the Israel people, God was the God of who causes to be. God is the creator of everything. God could do anything. There was nothing that he could not do. And it was an amazing thing, a great realization that David had inside of him. So from that platform, we're going into verse four. One thing I have desired of the Lord, and I love that, one thing Yes, I have desired of the Lord. I think when I was looking at this scripture the other day, it was like, oh, there it is. That is it. You know, that's that one thing I have desired of the Lord. 
let's look at our lives as we go through this first and really think about this. Because so often we have like a, a list of requirements, you know, a or list requests. of or requests or, sure. you know, and we have a list that sometimes is a mile long, but it really boils down to this. One thing I have desired of the Lord, and that will I seek. Yes, that one thing. That one thing. That's what I will seek. And that word seek means to search out and by any method specifically in worship, you know, he will worship the Lord. He will do whatever he can to just be in the presence of God. And it's just a magnificent picture of this attitude that he had before God. It also means to seek, it means to strive after or to desire. He desired this one thing, that will I desire, that will I seek. You know, it's a beautiful picture. And that one thing is that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And that's the one thing that will I seek, that David will seek, is to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. So we need to qualify what is the house of the Lord. Exactly. So that I will or may dwell. Now that that is quite a picture right there. He had one objective in life, to stay in God's presence. He wanted to dwell there. He wanted to live there where God became his abode pretty much. But in the house of the Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. That doesn't mean he was going to go camp out in the temple. No. The word dwell means to remain. And that is a really cool picture. So the word house, when it says the house of the Lord, there's a couple references that, we, and Diane, you have a couple things there that we could look at. Well, one of them is Psalm 26, 8. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. And then in Psalm 65, 4, blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. In the things of God, when God is there, it says right after that, it says that I will dwell or that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord. And that kind of is an explanation of what's in the house of the Lord, right? The beauty of the Lord is the loveliness. And it's it means the pleasantness or the delightfulness of the Lord. To be in his presence is a place of absolute joy and the word splendor. If you think about that, right, to be in the house of the Lord is a place of splendor. So the beauty of the Lord and to be in his presence is such a beautiful picture. And it is the place that God has for us today. It says in 1 Corinthians three sixteen, it says, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Holy Spirit dwells in you. So each one of us has this fellowship. We can dwell in the house of the Lord forever, as David desires, right? Because that says there that we are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit. Because in the New Testament, of course, yes. we now have the indwelling Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, we know now that the law is the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus. So through Christ Jesus, we have now available to us the law of the spirit of life. But it is the same the same virtue 
that God wants us to, to live by is the righteousness of God. We want to seek after righteousness, like we talked about on our last episode. And we want to seek after righteousness so that our world is set apart for the glory of God. And so that creates the environment within our world for the Holy Spirit to come in and indwell us without having any hesitation. We don't want anything but the righteousness of God to be in our world. And that's where we too can be like David. That's right. You know, wake up in the morning, the one thing I want this day is to dwell in your house, Lord. Yes. And for you to dwell in me. That's right. That's the one thing that I want, because David knew that if he had that, if he was in God's presence to be in the house of the Lord, that he was in God's presence, that God was going to take care of the rest. He knew that that God was going to fight his battles. He knew that God was going to handle his... Well, yes. Everything. So if we're seeking, if that one thing we're doing when we wake up in the morning is seeking to behold his beauty Mm -hmm. and to recognize like David did right before he wrote verse four, Mm -hmm. that God's got this. He does. You know, all those battles, one thing or another, Mm -hmm. don't we all have something that we need to lay at the feet of Jesus and that we need to give him every single day? Yes. Different circumstances for different people, different, you know, of course. We all have one objective, and that is to lay it at the feet of Jesus, that we dwell, that we seek after dwelling in the house of the Lord. All day long. All day long. Each one of us, no matter where we're coming from, that Mm -hmm. is really the only hope. And that's what David was talking about. You know, that's why he said, the Lord is my strength and my life. He said that in verse one, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like he knew that the one thing that he needed to do was to just with all of his might desire to be in the house of the Lord and all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord, which was all of those wonderful attributes we just talked about. Well, and it goes on, you know, later, even in the next verse and even in other verses talks about how God sets him on a rock. Mm -hmm. So the Lord sets us on the rock. He is our rock. So when we make him the focus of all that we are and all that we do, there you have it. It really is true. It says that, um, and to inquire in his temple. And that is, it's really interesting because the temple of God is really a place of fellowship also. And it's a place where God dwells and God is. But that word inquire means to admire, to care for, so to care for the temple of God, to care for one another, to care within our lives for each other, the love of God, those we talked about in our last episodes about seeking the Lord with those who call upon the Lord out of a pure heart. And so we want to make sure that we undergird one another and that we protect the temple of God. There's reference in 1 Timothy 3.15, it says, The church of the living God is the house of God. And so the church itself, the corporate body of Christ, caring for one another is so important to the Lord. It's really important to remember that it says that the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Our life and our relationship with Christ is a life of peace and joy 
and righteousness of God around us. And that should be our desire, wholeheartedly, 100%. That's what we should be desiring. And if you're, it's not, if Christ is not your complete desire, then this, take this moment to surrender to him, to give your life to him, to recognize, Lord, I didn't really completely wholeheartedly give myself to you. I didn't really come into you, uh, into my relationship with you with this, this complete all in. I still want to hold on to my name and I want to take on your name partially. I, I want to accept you as my Lord, my Savior, my all in all. I want Craig to be to die. I'm crucified with Christ daily, the Bible says. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I live, but Christ lives in me in this life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. He made a way for us to walk before his throne, to walk in the power of his word, to walk in the power of his love. You know, the grace of God that it talks about, you know, for by grace you have been saved, the Bible says, through faith. And it says that word grace has everything to do with enjoying the presence of God. And think about this. We just talked about the beauty of the Lord, and the beauty of the Lord is the loveliness and the pleasantness and the delightfulness and the splendor of God. So the grace of God really is the enjoyment of God and His presence, dwelling in His house, letting Him dwell inside of us, making our home, making our temple, this temple of our body, our, our self, making it the temple of God. And we have the, the pleasure of experiencing and enjoying His grace in our life. And let that grace shine through you and touch the hearts and the lives of the people around you. It's a beautiful picture and a beautiful place for each one of us to dwell. We just want to thank you so much for being with us. We love you so much, and we pray for you always. And we will see you on the next episode.